Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hello there and welcome to the Eurogamer newscast, the morning after the PlayStation Showcase, where we talk about everything that Sony showed and didn't show last night as players look forward to a taste of what to look forward to over the next 12 months, two years and more of PlayStation 5. Joining me to talk about all of that, it's Eurogamer's news team. We've got Ed Nightingale. Hello. Victoria Kennedy. Hello. Liv Nan. Hello. And I'm Tom Phillips. I think uh, the opinion pieces are out there. The reaction is out there. Um, there's certainly a feeling about last night's show. Um, but we'll, we'll, we'll get to overall impressions in a moment. A feeling. A feeling. <laughs> I've How got a broad. feeling. <laughs> Maybe let's just remind ourselves what was there. Uh, and then we can start talking about how we felt about that. Um, I think this kicked off the show. Uh, fair games, fair game dollar. Fair game dollar, yeah. Fair game dollar. Uh, this is the new project from Jade Raymond's studio, Haven, which joined the PlayStation Studios family not too long ago. Jade Raymond used to work at Ubisoft on Assassin's Creed. She then moved over to stadia for a while um we've been waiting a long time for a game from her and this is our first glimpse of it or was it our first glimpse what did we actually see well we saw something quite generic i think but uh i mean it wasn't the actual game so it wasn't exactly it was just some cgi stuff which uh, the feelings are coming out, Tom. I can't hide them. I wasn't particularly impressed. So. <laughs> yeah. A lot of people said it looked like um, uh, Hyenas, the upcoming Creative Assembly yeah. uh, looter shooter thing. So this was like a... Which I also think looks quite generic. So Fair enough. <laughs> this was a colourful heist shooter. Uh, lots of pink smoke and young people with 3D printed masks and funky looking guns. The trailer started off okay and I kind of got like, oh, is it sort of like slightly dystopian Black Mirror vibes? And then it just went to sort of pink smoke and I was like, oh no, it's that. <laughs> so <laughs> you're, not, you're not a fan of pink smoke. <laughs> I mean, in the right place that's, that's in time, <laughs> maybe. But in this case in time, no, the pink smoke didn't do it for me here. <laughs> I think I think the problem is that the you know you described it as like um, a heist shooter with the young people wearing the mask or whatever. The problem is I think that that could be used to describe quite a few of the games that were that were shown last night. Yeah. Yeah. So I was just rewatching it to remind myself the whole sort of others oh, billionaires and I guess we're taking them down revolutionary thing. I'm sort of down with that. That's quite current. And fine. I did appreciate that they had one called Elliot Moore, which is the same initials as a certain other billionaire. Um, <laughs> but uh, it, I sort of like that. But then in terms of gameplay, it's like, oh, it's just a co-op shooter. Okay, cool. And th considering this was the opening to the show, it fell a bit flat for me. Yeah. And no gameplay, right? No suggestion when it was going to come out. Heist game dollar could be out this year, could be out next year. We don't know. So that's sort of the first point. People were looking to the show for a first party re uh, roadmap, sorry. Um, because that first glut of games that Sony had laid out for PlayStation 5 when it first announced the console, they're all out now. Um, like Ragnarok was the last sort of big one of those. It felt like it sort of bookended the first... Maybe the first third of PS5's life, we're three years in now, if it lasts nine years. Um, 
people want to know what's next. And the first sign of it being um, heist game dollar with uh, a CGI trailer and no release date, no gameplay, no real details of how it will feel. Wasn't a great start. But hey, who knows? Maybe Sony is just holding all that stuff up. Maybe. It reminded me a little bit of uh, Watch Dogs as well at the start. But oh, Watch Dogs Legion. First person. Mm, yeah. yeah. It's the same sort of punky vibe. Mm. Reminded me of Watch Dogs 2, where you play as like cool young hacker kids taking on corporations. And there's a mission in that where you take on a guy who's um, a riff on Martin Screlly, the farmer bro who got arrested because he put up price of people's medication and was generally a bad dude um and it seems like this is the same kind of corporate robin hood sort of like this is what the kids are up to on the internet these days you know it's that <laughs> taking down the man thing but with guns but um, what the kids on the internet want to play that's the question well and the, and the thing with Watch Dogs 2, right, was that everyone went on about how it was really odd for these lovable, you know, cheeky kids to be going around murdering people with 3D printed weapons. Like, yeah, okay, Martin Screlly is a bad dude and he should be in jail, but do you need to, like, gun him down with an AK-47? Probably not. Yes. <laughs> Clearly, yes. Yeah. Which is why I think in Watch Dogs Legion they had the ability to go through and just trank everybody. But, yeah, that had its own issues. Anyway, it was a it was an interesting start. Um, we got Helldivers 2, great. Um, kind of another, the same. Yeah, mm. yeah. Another look <laughs> at Immortals. Um, EA is pushing that. It's a third-party game for them. Magic FPS. Ghost Runner 2 was nice. So shooting, but with magic. Okay, cool. Assault yeah, week. that's basically it. It's the Call of Duty campaign, but with magic guns instead of guns. Uh, Ghost Runner 2, yeah, look cool. One thing that did stand out, I think, early on for a, a lot of us was Phantom Blade Zero. Yes. Mm. Uh, I'm very Victoria, glad you just wrote about that. When it did, because I was very quickly losing interest in the PlayStation Showcase, and then that arrived, it looks so slick and so good. That was, yeah, that that was probably the highlight of the show. I, I know you've not asked, but that would be the highlight of my, the show for me last night. I think it's it just always nice good. when there's a surprise. Yeah, I think it was. And a surprise. even though the other, the previous games, some of them are new, you're like, but it looks the same as some of the other things. And this definitely has a kind of. Vaguely Sekiro, Ghost of Tsushima, kind of meets Chinese Wuxia, Soulsy kind of vibe. But like, I love all of those things. So what you've said totally there is great. Down. Like, yeah. <laughs> the thing is, the yeah. first, like the first few games all kind of merge into one. That's the like the first game that actually stood out as being unique and like I said surprising. Mm. And like, it just looks so slick. And like when I read the blog post that accompanied it, like the the developer sounds like they're putting so much care into it like the fact that they've got the stunt coordinator who's done martial arts films to work as their action director in the game like it's just oh very excited yeah the combos look super cool yeah that's what i'm most interested in seeing how that actually plays because like when like wuxia is very like choreographed obviously when you think Mm. about like martial arts films and stuff so I, I really want to know how that translates into gameplay because it looked amazing in the trailer. Yeah. Sorry, can you correct my pronunciation of that? Wuxia. Wuxia, okay. I mean, I'm probably saying it wrong anyway because I'm a bad Chinese kid, but... <laughs> <laughs> Wuxia. Well, I'm just the Westerner who just pronounces the letters I see and says Wuxia, so fine. Wuxia. Let's do that. I called it a samurai game, which I'm... I understand that I'm not supposed to be doing. Nope. It's okay. I figured it <laughs> <laughs> You said that through gritted teeth. It's all right. <laughs> no, I stand corrected. Um, and interestingly, from a developer we'd not heard about really before called Cruel Man Studio, um, and certainly not a PlayStation exclusive, and that teed up quite a long line then of other games which also went from PlayStation Studios that were fine. But as time went on, um, I was starting to wonder where all the 
first party stuff was we had a look at uh sword of the sea from the developer of Absu, which looked nice yeah very obviously their style like i really like their games yeah but and it's kind of hoverboarding with the half pipe which is kind of cool but again it was just coming to playstation like there was no release date yeah (laughs) don't know much more uh we saw talus principle 2 the new game from Gree developer um neva never yeah i'm not sure which never 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 um it looks lovely but again it's just there's no gameplay it's just a sort of artsy trailer cute wolf dog thing when um gris gris what was the first one gris gris so i mean is that that's not like a sequel that is just its own standalone thing i think it's its own thing but they've said that it will have puzzle puzzles platforming some action so probably similar kind of vibe and and you will ball your eyes out by playing it so yeah i mean i was nearly crying just in the trailer to be honest when the when yeah. the big dog didn't didn't really make it to the end of the one Gris, minute and 30 seconds Gris is uh <laughs> is really lovely but it's a game all about grief so it's the oh it's an indie game developer making a sad game about grief and it looks this might be similar it does look very similar but it looks very pretty like i mm. love the art style yes uh yeah. and then pe- from, for people who like big dogs cats. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was quite a, 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 a unexpected sort of left turn from the general mm. like run of the schedule. It, it didn't really feel like. I mean, I thought it looked, it looked quite cute and quite fun, but it didn't really feel like it fitted in with the rest of the showcase. Hmm. Well, speaking of that, Foam Stars, a game that <laughs> does seem to be PlayStation exclusive, but what uh... Square Enix thinking? I don't know. Is a Square Enix game. Interestingly, Square Enix last night effectively acted like a Sony first-party studio. We saw Final Fantasy, which is obviously not coming to Xbox anytime soon. Um, Foam Stars also does not appear to be coming to Xbox anytime soon. I doubt it's coming to Nintendo either, because as everyone pointed out, it's sort of a Splatoon. It's like AI is remaking Splatoon. (laughs) Squitting. <laughs> yeah. I actually awful. wouldn't be surprised if that was how it was made. Yeah, maybe that would be like the big thing. It'll be revealed as like, ah, it's an AI game. Look at us moving forward with technology. <laughs> like it fits into Sony's. It. Oh, we really want live action. Um, not live action. Live service uh, games. Um, but I, no one's gonna buy a PlayStation for Squitoon. Why foam? Also, Foam Stars. It's like Bake Off, but for foam. Like, what? <laughs> What's Foam Stars about? And then we'll get the sequel, Foam Stars The Rivals. It sounds like a Brighton nightclub. <laughs> or that. <laughs> yeah. It was an odd one. And, you know, after that long run of third-party stuff, uh, it was the closest that we got to... Um, like a proper PlayStation exclusive for about 20 minutes and then we went back into it with Plucky Squire which we've seen a lot of times before still looks nice still no release date still no release date Teardown okay then we got a big one Metal Gear Solid Triangle (laughs) I mean Delta complete with the Metal Gear Solid Triangle music sounded great Triangle. <laughs> <laughs> what point in the trailer did everyone realize what it was for? Uh, when Sega appeared. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, for me, the same, but also I was writing a story at the time, so I sort of missed the beginning. <laughs> but then I went back and watched it and I was like, oh, there's a snake. Okay, sure. So the fact that it was all that like the predators of the jungle and then like the last, the final predator is rising up, snake. <laughs> It's, uh, I mean, it, it looked nice, but again, it was just a CGI trailer. It wasn't like a, there was no gameplay or anything. Right. So I don't really have that's, anything. That's the thing. This should have been a huge announcement of like, Snake is back. This yeah. is huge. But it leaked beforehand. Everyone was expecting it. And then when it did arrive, it was literally just, 
here's his face coming soon. Like no gameplay, no release date. Nothing. Yeah, they spent more time on the alligator or whatever it was snapping around than they did actually on Snake. Yeah. I mean, it yeah. was quite a cool trailer, but it didn't tell us really anything apart from the title. Right. And for a game like, it's it's a remake. People are intensely curious how it's going to look. Um, we didn't really see it. They released some screenshots afterwards. Looks nice. You know how they've but... said that uh, it's going to be the same voice cast. Does that mean they're re-recording it, do you know? Or is it just going to be, like, taken from the old files and then popped into new gameplay? My understanding that? is that it will be voice lines from the original, which they've just touched up a bit in the in post-production. So it will be the original recordings, probably made to sound a bit nicer. Ah. But which, I did like the music. I think that's it's... fine. It's a banger. <laughs> yeah, like I'm, I'm excited about that. But I was excited when I saw the leak, and I'm no more excited from seeing this trailer. Yeah. Well, and here's the other thing: it wasn't on the trailer at Sony's showcase, but it was swiftly confirmed afterwards, as expected. This is also coming to Xbox and PC. Hmm. So. You know, not even, I mean, great announcement, great to have as part of your showcase, but for people looking for that roadmap from PlayStation, from its own first parties and its own big exclusives, um, you can't really count Metal Gear Solid as one of them, even though it was there last night. Mm. We also, we're getting the, um, <laughs> yeah, also we're getting the collection. So we get Metal Gear Solid 1, 2 and 3 which I already own about three times over, but I will buy again and play again. Um, although I'm intrigued that they're calling it Volume 1, because then I'm wondering say. what's in Volume 2. I mean, obviously, Metal Gear Solid 4 and 5 is obvious, but would they do that in a collection? Will they put in some others? Will they put in PSP games? Can we get the Twin Snakes from the GameCube? <laughs> is that you asking them, can we, please? Yes, please. <laughs> That's that was my introduction to Metal Gear. I loved it. Yeah. Uh, Ed, what did you think of the Final Fantasy sixteen trailer? I tried not to watch it, if I'm honest. <laughs> Just because we've and it it was a newly edited trailer, but most of it is stuff that either has been in previous trailers or is stuff that like when I did the preview I sort of played that. So for me, it wasn't showing me anything new. And I don't think it was showing most people anything new. It was just, here's a nice flashy trailer for it. And it's out next month. So I don't want to know anything else. I just did... want to be able to play it. And we didn't get a demo release date. I was date. Say, did so they not I kind demo? of just, no. So I'm just, I sort of skimmed over that, to be honest. As much as I'm looking forward to it. <laughs> I'm surprised they didn't announce a demo. I thought a demo would be announced last night. Yeah, that was prime I think a lot time, of people did. No. Yeah. Because if it's out next month, they're kind of running out of time. Not running out of time to have the demo, but surely it's coming well, soon. A lot of their games that they've released recently have had demos, and it's usually play the first chapter and it carries over into the main game. But that's been a week before the release, generally, or two weeks maybe. Um, so I think they're just following that pattern. So I Do you think, think you'll, then... have to wait, you'll have to wait till June. Will they announce it and say demo available now? Like they'll announce it and then it will be there? Yeah, probably. At least we know the release date of Alan Wake 2, which was up next. Um, although, again, not an exclusive. Um, I have not played Alan Wake 1, but this is making me want to go back and play it. Do it. Do it. It's, it's good. It? It's really a cult it. classic, which is to say it's uh, sort of 7 out of 10. I, fun. I, enjoy, I enjoy 7 out of 10. Yeah. I'm a Sonic fan. <laughs> I respect you for saying that. Uh, <laughs> damning praise there. <laughs> this one looks good, though. I appreciate that it's sort of horror, but it seems very psychological, which is much more interesting yeah. than, than than jump scares. They have said with this one that you know they've talked about how it's more like survival based as well this time. I think it, yeah, I think it looks really good. It, it's very psychological, survival. I should say. Okay. Very psychological, especially the first one. Took me a while to. I thought it looked pretty as well, and they have since said that it's all that all of that was running on the PlayStation Five. Yeah. 
it's funny to see some of the games, some of the games last night, um, which came out a while ago and sort of got kind of relatively positive, but like not system seller responses now with the sort of wrapper of nostalgia attached. Dragon's Dogma, which we'll get to in a second, is another mm. one of these. Suddenly being like, oh, that's coming. Oh my goodness. Um, well, next up, there's Assassin's Creed Mirage. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, again, another release date. Um, again, another game that you can also play on Xbox. Like, I. It was. It's a game that we've seen before in trailer form. Um, we, we got some gameplay last night. Great. It's. I guess not coming out too soon so it doesn't matter so much that no one's actually gone hands-on with it yet there's still time um still yeah a few months away it's it's not a big moment for, i mean ubisoft would love it to be a big moment for assassin's creed and it's kind of a nostalgic moment more than a big moment for the franchise it's something of a stopgap while the next big big games come along and they launch their big assassin's creed infinity platform for the franchise this originally started as an expansion for Valhalla, um, but it's been retooled into its own game. It harks back to some of the series' um, initial titles with like focusing on a specific city, um, more stealthy gameplay, less big open world, or like no big open world RPG stuff at all. Um, so when you say it started as an expansion, does that mean it's going to be a smaller game? Then... Yeah, Ubisoft's words are it's a condensed experience, which okay. means like 15 hours as opposed to 100, 200, which Valhalla ended up being. Good. Um, yeah, and good, you know, good. I think it's I think it's good that I think what's good with Assassins at the moment is that they are planning for a future where games can come in all shapes and sizes, and you don't just need to have the two yearly enormous. 200 hour game that costs so much to make they then have to monetize it repeatedly for like the next two years uh and everything gets thrown into that and they're stuck with these sort of big big locations like i i'm quite up for a 10 15 hour game set in baghdad great i just love the uh, the lady's voice from that yes mm. uh, and i wish i could remember her name but it's just oh, her voice is wonderful. I don't want to butcher it, um, but yeah, she's brilliant in everything that she does. She was in Destiny. She was in um, uh, what is the name of the show? I'm so tired today. The <laughs> League of Legends show for uh, Netflix, which is Arcane? brilliant. Arcane. Thank you. <laughs> But yeah, uh, another thing you can play on Xbox. Same with Revenant Hill, I think. For Xbox? Yeah. Maybe. I think. Maybe. Or was that a console exclusive? I mean, I'm not sure. Night in the Woods came out on everything. So I imagine this would be the same. It doesn't sound very PlayStation exclusive. I think it's on Steam as well. Okay. But not Xbox, potentially. Um, yeah, we were still searching for first-party gameplay at this point. Mm. Uh, we saw Street Fighter's story mode. Um, a few more bits and pieces. Dragon's Dogma 2, which was a nice announce. Again, not exclusive. Nice that it's there. The people who like it will be happy. Yeah, and then we got into the PlayStation VR 2 section. And that's all we'll say about that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I mean, like, what is there to say? Did anything there convince you to spend 400 quid on a PlayStation VR 2 headset? I mean, nothing convinced me to spend like 500 on a PS5, so, you know. There's nothing, I don't know, PSVR 2, they keep saying, like, you know, even recently, Jim Ryan was saying about how there's, you know, going to be plenty more titles to come this year and beyond, but there's still nothing, they need to announce half of that, looks really. That's, like, there's, there's nothing there. Like, I think Beat Saber looks like a lot of fun, but it's kind of a game, like, if I was around at a friend's and they had it, I'd give it a shot, but 
it's not something that I'm and yeah I don't know that's that's my opinion on See, but I mean I for have, people that like it go for it I have a VR2 I didn't pay for it myself it was someone I live with um, so I, I have one but there's nothing here that I'm like oh I'm gonna drop money on buying that like Beat mm. Saber is great I love that game I've played it quite a bit but if you've already got it on VR1 it's a free upgrade to 2 so it's kind of just it, it it's not like a system seller for VR2 mm. and then the other 1, 2, 3, 4 games shown all have guns in them and there's so much more to VR than just shooting a gun. Like, one of my personal favourite VR games is Moss. And that doesn't have a gun in it. It has a cute mouse. But it's just the immersion of, like, looking at the world and it being around you. And it just feels like there's a lack of innovation in VR games. Or at least judging by this, there is. It's just, oh, you can shoot a gun and point around you. And uh, come up with something else. They all, like we said at the start, the games all look the same. The VR games all look the same. I mean, Resident Evil is, you know, Resident Evil, but it's still shooting a gun. And using a knife. True. <laughs> yeah, I'm not. I'm not convinced. What um, about? So they obviously had like Horizon Call of the Mountain, and that was kind of touted as being like the launch title with the PSVR two. If they had something more along that vein, would you be? Like, if it's not guns, but it's still weapons, but it's, like, arrows and things? Or... I wasn't a big fan of that either, so... Okay, fine. <laughs> Fair enough. What we need... Okay, what they needed was a new Astrobot for VR that is bright and colourful, and it's a platformer, it's <gasps> first party, fun. and it shows off what VR2 can do. That's what they needed, and they failed. That would be cool. Um, very quick question before we move on from VR stuff. Do you think that if Sony was intending to at some point put Alex on PSVR 2 they would still just not be talking about it like they would be deliberately holding it back for a point where they feel like oh the headset really needs a sales boost right now or if they're not talking about it now it's just not coming it's not happening I say I don't think it's happening I think if they were holding back that would be a really odd move I just yeah I think the fact that it's not been announced yet means it's just not going to get announced hmm there's no reason to hold it back. It's yeah. not selling that well anyway. Yeah. So just get it out. And surely it's the game's already made. It's I mean, I'm not a developer, but um, it's just a case of porting it. So surely they would have considered that early. And it's not like it's going to take another five years to come out. I don't know. Agree. Um, then we got into like some first party stuff, and with just looking down our recap post, uh, this stuff on paper looks like a strong end to the show. We've got a brand new game from Bungie, the conclusion of Destiny 2 after 10 years with the return of Nathan Fillion, uh, another new game from Firewalk Studios, a piece of hardware we'll get onto in a minute, and then an extended look at Spider-Man. And yet people still came away from this showcase pretty whelmed, I would say. Um, Let's go back to Marathon. What did you guys think of that? Well, you said new game, is it? It's a new game. It's not a new <laughs> franchise. It just looks like Destiny. That's what I thought when I saw the trailer, honestly. I just thought it was Destiny. And then they were like, no, this isn't Destiny. But then they, 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 then they did show Destiny straight after. And I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, I could have looked away and not realised that they had changed games. Like, if I hadn't realised that there was actually a break between the two. And there's a big so. planet thing that looks like... Is it the Traveller? I can't remember Destiny very well. Yes. Um, yeah. It's like, do they not have any new ideas? Well, no, they don't, because they're going back to something that they made in the 90s. So, yeah. Also, game with gun, game with gun, game with gun. We've just had four games with guns of VR. Like, they might have different colour palettes, but not every game has to have a gun in it. And I'm not against shooting games, just to be clear, but I don't need like however many in a row. Yeah, I don't know why they went back to Marathon apart from the fact that Bundy really wants to do another Marathon game. Uh, it's confusing to people who didn't play the game in the 90s that there was a 
trilogy of games called Marathon back then, and this is somehow related. It's probably not what the people who did play those games back in the 90s want from a new Marathon game now. And as you said, Ed, it, some of the imagery was very reminiscent of Destiny, which sort of confuses the whole equation there. Um, I it was it was an odd announce for me, um, and again CGI, yeah. and again cross platform. Also, the fact that this is Bungie's what first new game since being purchased, and like that's what they're coming out with. Like, surely yeah. there is more to come. I hope so. Well, they haven't suddenly said that they're kind of relying on Bungie to be helping with the live service direction. Well, exactly. It makes me think, well, they bought Bungie, but are they just putting them to use with other studios to say, yeah. like, how do you make an online game as opposed to, can you come up with something cool and original yourselves? Because yeah. this isn't it. <laughs> <clears throat> are you excited to see Cade back, though, Tom, as a Destiny fan? I am, yeah. That's a really cool moment. <laughs> Weirdly, for me, probably the coolest moment of the whole show last night. Um, yeah, there's not... We talked a bit about this already. There's a lot of nostalgia attached, you know, and you, you're sort of harking back to these things which you remember liking in the past, um, which appeal to... Like, Destiny's not a niche game by any stretch of the imagination, but... Um, Nathan Filling being there will excite a very specific set of fans, just like Dragon Thorma being there. And um, I, it was cool. It was it was really cool for me, um, and it makes sense uh, as much as anything in Bungie or Destiny makes sense narratively. They can basically do whatever they want and hand wave it. Uh, it, it makes sense at this point in the franchise as it bids farewell to its ten year narrative. And I can't believe it's been that long, Jesus. But it makes sense for that character to come back. <laughs> it was a cool moment in the show. Sorry, I was just pitching about the old lady in Titanic when she's like, it's been 93 years or whatever she says. Maybe not that long, but it was. <laughs> I'm sorry, I've seen that meme so many times. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so then we've got Project Q. Y- yeah. that is. What? Well, it's ghastly. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it just looks so uncomfortable to hold. Like, I don't... Who designed that? You're going to have, like, tiny little claw hands by the end of it, trying to grip onto those little little fellas on the side. It's just a jewel sense split in half. (sighs) Yeah, but no. It's... (laughs) Yeah, but no. Um, I guess we'll, we'll see how heavy the screen is. Uh, in the middle of that. My thing is that I just don't really see the point of it. It's You can only no. stream via the cloud on Wi-Fi. It's not like this is a portable you can take anywhere. So if I'm just sat at home, why would I look at a small screen when I can just play it on the TV? Yeah, I, I don't... I mean, I, I know that other people have said, oh, it's like, you know, you can play a game while someone else is watching the TV in your house, but... Kick just... them out. <laughs> Gaming is more important. Kick them out. get out. Yeah. My time. You shouldn't be awake at this time. Go back to bed. Let me play games. Yeah, I uh, I mean, did they... I I know that we we wrote that it's kind of due... Is it due out later this year? Is that what I read? But there's no, like, set date yet? Or is it no date at all? I don't think they gave a date. They did not. I think it will be out later this year. That's the sort of expectation. I think if you're talking about it now, it will be out probably... I mean, it will be out in time for Christmas. That's what they're sort of... That's what they'll want it out for. It, it how much like do we think it's going to cost? I was going to say, they've not said price or anything. It felt like such a sort of like throwaway random, like FYI does this, moving on. Okay, we'll put it this way. It ain't going to cost less than a dual shot. Uh, a screen, you're probably talking 100 quid on top of that. If it's, under, if it's much under 200, I'm going to be surprised. Could you buy a second television screen then? for cheaper and then just plug your PlayStation into that if you want your kids or families to be watching the screen elsewhere. Uh you would I mean you you, you need to remote play it from somewhere. Um mm-hmm. but you can just do that on your phone. Your existing yeah. phone. Just buy a switch. 
Or don't buy anything and just use the smartphone that you have in your pocket already. Everyone has yeah. a smartphone. Don't like you guys have mobiles? Wants to, <laughs> grandma wants to watch Coronation Street. Cool. I'll sit and play Zelda. I'll sit and play Marvel Snap. I don't need to play Spider-Man on a tiny screen. <laughs> I just don't see the point of it. I'm sorry. No, I don't see the point in it. <laughs> no. There were a lot of comparisons last night with Wii U. Um, both in terms of sort of the concept of playing games but not being able to you know, take them on the bus like you can with Switch and also with the fact that no one really understood the concept initially which was also an issue with Wii U when they first announced that and it was like oh it's an expansion for the Wii um, I do not understand the user model case study for this being a thing Second screen is the new waggle. <laughs> maybe, maybe that waggle? makes me just not a very good PlayStation exact. And like, like I also don't really understand. Not good hand movement, but like waggle, <laughs> waggle motion controls. Okay. <laughs> Moving on. Uh, <laughs> they also did earbuds. Not earbuds. They did they do earbuds. Yeah, earbuds. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> Which you'll probably lose. Yeah. <laughs> Stand the back of the so sofa like, whilst playing on your handheld. Whatever. <laughs> And then we um, finally got Spider-Man. Yeah. I was going to say, we skipped over Concord. Not that there was much to say about it. I mean, it's another CGI trailer. What is there to say? I actually haven't watched that one yet, to be honest. Don't go writing at this point, so I, uh, I've not watched it. But nothing that anyone said about it has made me want to go back and watch it. PvP multiplayer first-person shooter. Yeah. yeah. It's from Firewalk. But still. Yeah. yeah. So what did you think of Spider-Man? Um, yeah. I, this is, this is I, I don't know. We, I, I was quite excited about Spider-Man. And I don't know if maybe that's my, it's on me because I had higher expectations. But then what I saw, I was a bit like, cool. That was that. Whereas I was kind of expecting that whenever we did get to see more gameplay and things, I was going to be wowed. Um, and they still didn't give us a release date, which was really annoying. So I, I ended that more annoyed than anything because of the fact that I was like, cool, like, so you can switch between characters, but it kind of looks like you can switch between Miles and Peter only at certain points. It's not going to be like this kind of like switch play gameplay. That was a confusing thing, because in the trailer it said, like, switch to Miles, press a button and off you go. But then reading about it afterwards, they've said that that seems to only happen at certain moments. So it's not quite GTA style. You can switch between both at any point, and it's super quick with the SSD. It's kind of specific moments you just yeah. switch between them. Which, and then they obviously introduced another villain, which is fine. But Craven. Like, I, yeah, like I just didn't really like. I don't, know. I don't know. I only know Craven because of Marvel Snap. No. Well, I was like, you. oh, I recognise that name. <laughs> It's just it's just more of the same, which I don't know why I would expect anything else but that. But it was kind of just, there's nothing here so far. Like, yes, it looks quite pretty, but there's nothing here that warrants it being PS5 exclusive as like, this is an amazing new experience. It's kind of just gameplay-wise, it's just a bigger world. They did show at the start, I think Miles or Peter... Peter was in Queens, which wasn't in the original. So I'm presuming it's going to be a much bigger map of New York City. So it's going to be bigger. There'll be more collectibles. But is there really anything groundbreaking in this? Not really. It's just a very safe sequel, which is, I think, what Sony is becoming known for at this point. Better puddles. Better puddles. I I, I also, I mean, I'm aware that we only saw a little in the grand scheme of things a little section but the kind of dynamic between the characters i wasn't really loving either whereas like in miles morales i really love miles and you know peter like quips and things I, d- I didn't really get that same chemistry from that little bit that they showed last night again like there's obviously much more game than just what we saw but i, I hope that's not what it's like for a chunk of it i think part of the problem is that the first spider-man came out and it was just a really good solid rendition of spider-man as a character Mm. then mars morales came out and mars has so much more personality as a much more interesting character um and a much more interesting take on spider-man and this almost feels like a step backwards even though he's still in it 
it kind of feels like a step backwards of oh we have to include peter parker oh and he's emo now sure was it sim- symbiote how do you say it Symbi- symbiote i think symbiote that's it i mean he's basically venom but they don't call him venom yeah why don't they call him venom is there a reason eddie brock was venom in the venom films which were called venom i don't i i'm not up on my spider-man law i think from what i know the sim the symbiote is like a thing that infects spider-man so it's its own entity, I think, but then becomes collectively known as Venom. Maybe. I might be completely <laughs> wrong. I'm just going to smile and nod. I don't know enough about the sort of Spider-Man lore. I've watched the, the films and things and I've played the games, but I'm not like invested in that world. Yeah. I was kind of hoping we'd see more of MJ, actually, as well. That would have been nice to see her dynamic in the, uh, in I'm the sure trailer. I'm sure she's thing. in there somewhere. I'm sure she is too, but well, it's here. <laughs> but this one, Tom, us... is not going to Xbox. So uh... No, true. true. <laughs> uh, I did enjoy, I mean, speaking of coming to Xbox, um, Microsoft's cheeky tweet last night, pointing <laughs> out all funny. of the things. I, yeah, I quite like that humor straight afterwards. But um... do you think that paints Microsoft in a good light? And sort of, or, or do you think it's a bit of a self burn because, yeah, you also don't have that many exclusives? Certainly they don't, but right now I think Microsoft, after the year that it's had, um, will take anything just to not, just to still be standing. I really feel like last night could have been Sony's knockout punch. Um, it could have killed Microsoft for the rest of the generation, really, if they'd laid out a roadmap of like his. All the big things coming in the next two years, his our next Horizon game, our next Last of Us game, mm. his gameplay of this other cool stuff, new IP. Um, you know, they had new IP. They just didn't properly show it. Uh, and they didn't do that. And so if you're sat in, uh, in, in Redmond right now in Microsoft's offices, you, you are probably breathing a massive sigh of relief that Sony did not have a stronger first party lineup and that the things that did look cool, the majority of them, are going to be on Xbox. Yeah, multi-platform. I was genuinely surprised, actually, because obviously ahead of last night's showcase, it was saying that you know, we're going to cover some third-party, first-party, and VRT. And I really thought there'd be a much stronger focus on first-party than there was. Like, you know, you mentioned I was expecting to see The Last of Us multiplayer because that's going to be coming out soon, surely. And, you know, the 10-year anniversary is next month. That would have made sense to announce it as being coming next month. That wasn't there at all. And then you've mentioned Horizon, obviously. We we've, we know about this, but there's not been anything since the DLC, which, fair enough, is quite recent. But I, I was honestly expecting to see those two. And I know Bloodborne. <laughs> I'm still hopeful for that. <laughs> okay, I wasn't actually expecting to see Bloodborne. <laughs> but <laughs> nice try. I'm trying to wish it into existence. Yeah, we um, but yeah, I, I was very surprised by what wasn't there. Yeah, I felt pretty deflated by the end of it. And it's it's weird because I think if you look through it, I think as Tom said earlier, like on paper, you're like, oh, there's actually quite a few games here that look good that I am probably going to play and will probably enjoy and will do well. But I felt deflated at the end of it. And I think it's partly on the lineup and partly on the format. Um mm. I think the lineup was disappointing in that there was so much CGI, there wasn't enough gameplay, there weren't enough release dates. Um, I sort of came away from it thinking, or I wanted to come away from it knowing, okay, what is Sony doing for the next year? And I still don't really know, apart from Spider-Man at some point, I still don't really know what Sony itself is planning for the next year. So, you know, what am I going to be playing on my PS5? Well, I'll play Final Fantasy 16 for the rest of the year and then maybe some third party stuff. But I didn't get a clear sense of what they're actually planning, um, yeah. which was which was frustrating, even though a lot of these games, yes, I will play. So I found that deflating. But I think also just I, I'm just not a fan of this. Here's a load of trailers. Um, there's, yeah, no there's no way time to, to breathe. No, there's no time to breathe. There's no way of like us as journalists interrogating it. 
it's just here's a load of trailers they're all kind of similar it's one after the other it's kind of the gaming equivalent of this meeting could have been an email like this <laughs> could have been a press release of here's it would a load be better of, if there had been a couple of press releases for some of them because a lot of time i was like i'm just describing what i'm seeing and it's that i mean like, there was more information about these games on the PlayStation blog afterwards, so they could have yeah. just put them all on the PlayStation blog and said, there you go, watch the trailers in your own time. Genuinely, that would have been better, because I could have yeah. read between them and understood what, what these games are about. I agree with you. The, the lack of actual clarity on when these things are coming is really annoying. I'm like, cool, but now what? Like, that's... Yeah. There's a lot of very vague, loose-ended stuff. I feel like it was a really real missed opportunity. This time of year, people have high expectations. It's E3 time. You talk about what's coming out between now and Christmas and the start of next year. Sony had a real need to do that because um, we'd basically run through the first third of the PS5's uh, life at this point. And, and what happens next is, is, is a bit of a question mark. Um, and people are looking to know, you know, looking to plan their purchases, looking to plan, you know, when the next iterations of their favorite franchises are coming around. And we didn't get any of that last night at all. Um, and either Sony knows that and just is fine with the fact that it sold so many consoles already and doesn't feel the need to suddenly rush out a new horizon project um a year after the last one or it doesn't know that and then i mean that that's probably worse that it uh <laughs> it isn't aware that it needs to do that. i think i think that it is it knows that people are excited about horizon and the last of us and wants to see the multiplayer projects and you know want to see what media molecule is doing or you know is there going to be god of ragnarok dlc or, or, or whatever it just, it, it will do fine without. Like, so here's some this, other stuff. Does this show that they have a bit of a lack of games in development or is this just a bit of complacency of, oh, we know it's selling. We don't need to show stuff. Spider-Man will do. Not sure. Mm, I don't know. It's a bit do, of you think, do you think it's possible that everything going on with the Microsoft Activision Blizzard deal do you think that could have affected what they decided to showcase here? I hope not. If anything, that should have been an impetus for them to really come out swinging. That's what I, say. I think it would be the other way, yeah. I was quite surprised what, maybe that it? the focus on the cloud queue thing. Because there were so little details, I was like, why are you actually showing this now? Is that something to do with Microsoft? But then I don't know if that's just me overthinking and I was quite tired. I mean, if they're going to show new new hardware, where was the access controller? That's a prime time to be like, hey, we've made an accessibility oh, controller. Yeah. Um, they still haven't given a launch date of that. Here's put, let's put that in a in a showcase and show that it off be, properly. Yeah. But they didn't do that. That's a good point. I don't. Um, obviously, I've seen the play, PlayStation blog, but that's yeah, good point. Mm. With Q, people like hardware. It creates a buzz. It's an exciting moment. It always leaks because these things have to be physically manufactured and patents registered and tested and yeah, physical objects often find their way out into the public domain. So it's good to get ahead of that with an, an official announce. But uh, it just felt like a niche product like PSVR 2. Very much. Uh, Overall right. thoughts. <laughs> I like the. Are, are we going to score it with the new with the new scoring we should. system? Give it five stars. <laughs> the first first Euro game of wow. five stars. Uh, I think we should save those five stars for something else. Yeah. I don't know. What am I going to give it? Mm. Do we do half stars at Euro game? <laughs> no. No. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Because then it'd be a ten-point system. Okay, all right. Um, three. Yeah, because I mean, I wasn't overwhelmed, but I wasn't. Um, I I was whelmed. I'm gonna give it a three. Liv, what about you? 
I would give it a two. I think I think this was a you know, Sony really had an opportunity to like come out and give us some good stuff, especially with like the, where Xbox is at the moment, and they just kind of completely fumbled it. There was some cool looking stuff, but there was nothing that made me go to myself like, I really need to get a PS Five. Like this is the time I should be jumping on and getting one. And there was just nothing that really made me think, yeah. Ed, what about you? I'm also going to go for a 2 out of 5. And it's not because the games look bad, because I think there are some strong games in there. It's just, it's more about the messaging and just a bit of a lack of excitement. I feel like Sony needs a bit of a kick up the ass after watching that. <laughs> so I'm going to give them a 2. I am going to go a generous 3. I don't have a much I don't have a really strong affinity with PlayStation first party franchises and I quite like some of the third party stuff that was there. And my 3 is more for like the the never near never what it's called like that sort of thing. Mm. Um yeah. Is your 3 for Cade? <laughs> Um, I really liked the, um, there were a few things I really liked, actually. Um, Lucky Squire. the, I can't remember the name of it now, the Chinese action game. Phantom Blade, Phantom Blade Zero. Zero. What's the that looked great. Yeah. That looked really cool. Um, Alan Wake 2, Metal Gear. But the names were there. Good choices. But at the end of the day, the name on the showcase was PlayStation and there wasn't enough PlayStation in it. Agreed. Right. And on that slightly disappointed note, we'll leave it there. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, as always, everyone. Uh, If you've watched this far, it's much appreciated. And thanks to all of you guys here. Ed, where can people find you on Twitter? You can find me at Ed underscore Knights. And Victoria. I am Little Chop Shop Gal, and I don't really tweet that often, so I keep forgetting. I'm very sorry. But you can follow me. Like... Every week you forget your name. Well, it's because I don't use it. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I don't know my own phone number, probably. Like, I just. You know, I never call myself. Anyway, Little Chop Shop Gal. Liv, how about you? I am at Just Cast Holy. And I'm at Tom Phillips EG. Thanks for watching, everyone. We'll see you next time. Bye for now. Bye. See you then. Bye.